everybody, it's busy. I'm here with my husband. Hi, Jeff. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Did you vote? That's for me to know and keep to myself. See, it's so funny. I think it's hysterical that all these people are posting all over the place that they voted when it's our God-given right to vote. So um, that's my two cents on that. And I want to talk about meditation, mindfulness, and letting go. And maybe even reaching out for help. Hmm. Good things. All of them. All those things. So when I talk about... Of course, med- the truth is, I don't even know what mindfulness really is. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's being mindful of what you say. It's like watching your thoughts and not getting overly um, obsessed with any of them. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what it means. So being sober, what does that mean to you? It means that I'm not under the influence of anything. <laughs> and what else does it mean? That's it. Letting go. Well, that's just part of life. I mean, if you want to have a happy life, you need to let go. And does that matter if you're an alcoholic or not an alcoholic? I don't think so. I'm not an expert. Well, what do you think? Do you think that people that aren't alcoholics have problems letting go? I'm sure probably a lot of people do. I think a lot of people probably are. My guess is a lot of people get disappointed, have expectations that aren't met. Things don't go the way they wanted them to. Um, And, uh, you know, it's hard to let go of that. Expectations are what really screw us up a lot, aren't they? Well, they cause disappointments. So when they, if you don't have an expectation, how do you not have an expectation? Well, it's really hard to not have an expectation. Um, it's, you know, something that I was told a long time ago, like don't have any expectations. And and I always had expectations in for everything when I was told that. So what I've found now is that... Um, I try not to have expectations, and I think generally my expectations are um, uh, somewhat uh, uh, moderate. Um, usually what happens is I'm surprised to find that, oh, my gosh, I had an expectation. And uh, the, my expectation usually seems to fall under the category of uh, like things I take for granted. And uh, so I'm working on that now. Look at that. So I have to say, for me, expectations maybe have gotten me in trouble. I mean, because here I am and I expected my life to be like my kids were going to graduate and I was going to have this life that's going to be like so exciting and everything and it's not and I don't know what I'm going to do next. And so I'm like my expectations, I guess right now, are very curtailed because I don't really have any. I don't know what's going to happen next. Okay. Do you feel like that? Well, I know I don't know what's going to happen next, I don't, but I'm not worried about it. <laughs> well, I'm trying not to worry about it, too. Well, the one thing I have learned is that, that uh, alcoholics, and I suppose all addicts, like, unless they really work on it, they have to know what's going to happen next. That's what makes them so crazy. <laughs> so that makes it worse than we're crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, because not everything's okay right now, even though everything is okay right now. Plus, you'll never find out what's going to happen next, so... It's never going to happen. So you might as well let go. Exactly. So does meditation help with that? With letting go? Yeah. Do you meditate? I, I meditate. I take a brief period of time every morning just to be quiet. And I think that's my meditation. Okay. So brief meaning like give us a little idea what, how brief that is. 
Um, it depends on the morning, so it's anywhere from uh, 30 seconds to 10 minutes. It just depends okay. on the morning. And you just get quiet? Yes. And nobody, it's not like guided, it's not no. inspired, it, it, what, what is it like? It's so- just me trying to just be quiet and kind of um, pay attention to what is flowing through my mind. And if you have negative thoughts, what do you do? Well, I let those go. You know, I mean, my my default position um, has been always, you know, that when I uh, am living in that life of, uh, especially when I'm doing future thinking, that my default position is always negative thinking. You know, it's funny how I uh, never sit around and think about like, oh my God, I have to do all this stuff tomorrow and it's going to be great. You know, <laughs> I, it's like, it doesn't work that way. So, um, if it's those, more like <laughs> I have all this stuff to do tomorrow. Holy, you know what? Exactly. I'll never get it done. It's going to be awful. It's I've got, oh my God, I Whatever. hate this stuff. I hate these people. I hate what I have to do. It's da, 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 da. negative, 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 negative. Right. So when I have negative thoughts, which I do have from, you know, from time to time, I just, I recognize it and I recognize it as it's just completely unproductive. And it's always, it's the same thing. It's like, it's thinking about the future and I'm like, you know, get, get out of the future and get into where you are right now. Okay. I mean, that's what you need to do, JF. It's just, but all the other stuff is, it's, it's so unproductive. I can't, tell you how unproductive it is i can't tell how you how many times i could binge positive that i knew exactly what was going to happen and it has yet to happen it just (laughs) never works out that way so you're not a good mind reader or a teller of the future i'm a i my my, i have no crystal ball whatsoever and so doing that meditation in the morning helps you recognize that and is that do you think that it's improved your four trying to forecast the future no because i stopped trying to forecast the future what it's done is just improved my day because i recognize i'm in a i'm having negative thoughts now i need to do something about it so i can let it go um or a lot of times what i need to do is just get a some sort of a a a, what's called a spiritual uh, guide on the phone with me and just talk about it and i can let it all go that way um, you know, sometimes the negative thoughts are like, I let it go, it comes back. I let it go, it comes back. So I talk to somebody and I let it go and it's gone because I know how unproductive it is. Who's your spiritual guide? Do you mean like it's a priest or something or what do you mean by that? No, it's just, a you know, somebody that I use that's in my one of my 12-step programs that I'm involved in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's who you... And sometimes it's my wife. Oh, it is? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Not often. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I'm trying to talk her out of her negative thoughts. <laughs> it's sometimes hard. I've made a few more laps around the sun than she has. So. <laughs> You're just a couple years older than me. Mm-hmm. A couple, you know, times, you know, a couple times, a couple, couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I know for me, I did a mindfulness program once and it was awesome. Mindfulness meaning like I could recognize where my thoughts were and take a deep breath. And I tried to meditate for, I tried to meditate often at that point and I haven't been doing it. Can you tell? Um. Well, I can tell because I live with you and so I know if you're meditating or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you can't tell by my moods. No, I because I don't think, I... I, I 
I, I don't think that it's a, a huge effector of mood necessarily. Um, you know, for me, I'm, like I say, I just, I'm kind of looking for the negative thoughts. I'm trying to see what's going through my mind. And, uh, I just use that period, that period of time in the morning to just get myself in the right place. Cause I like to get up and be grateful and thank God for what I have and then go about my business in the day without an expectation of what might happen today. You know, I try to be, I like to just be, it helps me be as open-minded as I can possibly be. And the way I know to be open-minded is to have basically nothing in my mind. That's open-minded. How long did it take you to get to that place where you had no thoughts in your mind? A long time. You know, and at that, that no thoughts is like, it's try to get rid of the expectations, try to get rid of the, you know, I have to get this done. Um, you know, whatever it is, it's just like, I'm up, I'm grateful. Um, it's, it's the day is going to be the day I'm going to do the next right thing throughout the day. That's all I want to do. And when I do that, I know it's, I don't, I don't know how the day is going to turn out, but I know it's going to be a very successful day for me because I'm going to be very happy. See, that's awesome. And how, and so it, you said it took you a lot of time. And if somebody's listening and they're like, well, so you get up in the morning and you say to yourself, if I have a negative thought, I'm going to make that, I'm going to change that thought to a positive thought for one. Well, it's not so much change it to a positive thought as just get rid of it. Get rid of it. So just like, what does that mean? Like to somebody who's listening? Get rid of the thought. I don't need to have a positive thought to counterbalance the negative thought. It's just like, it's negative thinking. Just stop. Don't do it. Okay. So you don't wear a rubber band around your wrist or do anything like that. You just don't have a negative thought. All right. That's it. Okay. That sounds kind of challenging. To someone? Well, here's the thing. This is this is this is the most simple way I can put it. All those negative thoughts pretty much uh, always come back to my judgment. And I know you like to talk about being judgmental a lot and judgment. And so I heard this thing a long time ago, which was, you know, is the glass half empty or is the glass half full? And so. Negative people always say it's half empty and positive people always say it's half full. And what I've learned is that non-judgmental people just say it, there's water in the glass. <laughs> I don't know if it's half empty or half full and I don't care. And so that's what I try to be. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's annoying sometimes to be married to. I have to, though. Admit. I'm sure it is. But, but do you get it now? Do you see yeah, where I'm coming I get, from? I, I see where you're coming from. And it's like, why do I even have to place judgment on anything? Exactly. I don't care if the glass is half empty or half full. I just don't want to spill it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great tip. Thank you. I like that. Mm-hmm. So the meditation and the mindfulness, which you didn't, we talked about in the beginning, and the letting go... That's how you let go is you don't put any attachment to anything. Because if you don't put judgment, then you don't have attachment. I think that's part of it. And I say, to me, a lot of it is just around expectations. You know, and some of the stuff is like, I mean, stuff that gets under my skin is like, I sit down at my desk in the morning, I push a button, I expect the computer to turn on. Right? Yeah. That's an expectation, JF. And I need to let that go because it doesn't always happen. You know, and so when it doesn't go, when it doesn't happen, well, then what's happening right away? In my judgment, 
it's bad, and now I'm having a bad day. And that's, that is my judgment, because who's to say whether that's good or bad? Maybe that computer not turning on, you know, that could have been the higher power just protecting me from something that was going to be on the computer. I have no idea, you know. I mean, I get stuck in traffic. I'm very good about this now. I get stuck in traffic, and I've, I've convinced myself it's, I'm stuck in traffic because there is trouble on the road up ahead, and God is keeping me away from that trouble. That's why I'm stuck in traffic. So thank you, God. You know, that's where I come from with that. But I can't apply it to every aspect of my life. I'll never get there, but I try. <laughs> you sound like the Dalai Lama. You're know. like so zen. You're like so... You have so well, you many, live with me. How zen am I really? Not really, but it does sound good. Uh-huh. I mean, these are great tips for people that are out there because I would have to say that we do live a pretty serene and happy life, the two of us. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we're sober and we can help keep... We help... I don't want to say we micromanage each other or we even keep each other's... We keep score. I think it's just like we're there to give each other advice. Yeah, and I think also... It, I think the... You know, the way that I see our relationship has changed the most is that both of us are able to, like, let go and disengage and just, like, whatever, you know. That's JF. That's Elizabeth. And, you know, it's quirky and I don't need to change it or judge it or offer my opinion about it. Right? It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. So, any last tips to the people that are listening? I didn't know I was giving tips. We did give a couple tips. But, um, no. I I wasn't looking for tips, so I don't (laughs) don't really know any tips. So, did we cover everything you wanted to cover? I think we covered everything I wanted to cover. I wanted to tell everybody that if you're out there and you're battling this horrific disease of addiction, you are not alone. We've been there. Mm -hmm. You can do it one day at a time. Mm Mm-hmm. One day at a time. Sure. Let go of the idea that you can control it. Ask for help. Yeah. Just ask for help. That's the hardest thing. We talked about that earlier today, and I think we forgot that part. Mm-hmm. How do you ask for help? Um, well, I've, I <clears throat> have learned to put my, uh, my ego and my pride aside and just ask for help. Yeah, me too. It's so much easier if you ask somebody else for help because you get someone else's, for one, perspective. Because if you're giving your own perspective, it's some, we can talk ourselves into anything, right? Uh, you mean if I'm trying to take care of matters on my own? Oh, yeah, I think I come up with the craziest ideas in the world that I think are great ideas, and they're not. They're not, and but unless we bounce those ideas off of someone else, do we recognize, oh, my gosh, this is crazy thinking. Mm-hmm. And you're right, the other person will bring up something. And it's humbling to know that we're not always right. Oh, I'm seldom right. Yeah, I'm seldom right either. But you're never in doubt, honey. No, I'm never in doubt. (laughs) I'm never in doubt. Well, you guys, this was fun. Will you do this again with me? Sure. I love doing this. I think it's so much better than me being alone doing these recordings, I have to say. All right. I'm going to go get spaghetti and meatballs. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, JF. All right. Please, please, please reach out. If you want to reach out to me, reach out to me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com, spelled B-U-S-Y. I am on Instagram. I am on YouTube. I am on Twitter. If you want to reach me, you can get my. You can find me on my website at busylivingsober.com. B-U-S-Y, livingsober.com. And until next week, keep getting busy living sober! I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And, um, 
you know, life is good. Life is pretty amazing. Be grateful today because gratitude sure is the best attitude to have. Take care. Bye-bye.